My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the Six Figure Podcast Rebels. It's Brittany here today again. Super exciting guest coming on. I can't wait to share uh, with you, you know, what this guy's up to and his journey and everything like that. Very successful. The guest I'm bringing on, Michael Jackness, is the president and CEO at Terrain. He He's also the host of the Ecom Crew podcast. He's been an entrepreneur pretty well his whole life. Um, Michael, thanks for coming on today. I appreciate it. How's it going? It's going awesome. I'm excited to do this. I don't usually talk about podcasting as much as e-commerce, so it'll be fun to talk about podcasting for a change. Switch it up a bit. Yes, I'm yeah. super excited, and I know you got some value to add to my listeners, so I, I'm, I'm pumped. But anyway, before we really jump in, you know, do you mind going back and telling us a bit of your background and how you got to where you are today? I mean, you're doing amazing things, so I'd love to share it with everyone listening uh, before we really dive in. Sure. Yeah. I mean, this story keeps getting longer and longer because I'm getting older. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll try to keep it to just a couple of minutes. But uh, I mean, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life, as you kind of kind of mentioned. I started my first business right out of high school uh, doing consulting, computer consulting. You know, it was the mid to late 90s and desktops and people's homes were still a relatively new thing. And I was a computer nerd growing up, which was lucky because I had no other skills and uh, didn't have the ability to go to college. So um, was fortunate to be able to go to go do that. Uh, you know, one thing led to another, and one of my clients actually hired me. Uh, it turned out to be a, a business. I started, you know, graduated from home computer consulting to like business computer consulting, and one of those clients hired me. And I was there for seven years. I actually like worked a corporate job for seven years, and uh, kind of did that whole thing for a while, uh, and really enjoyed it. It taught me quite a bit about running teams and just seeing. Uh, businesses from the inside out. It was a relatively small company of like 20 people when I started and I uh, was over 200 people when I left and I was a part of the executive team and got to just really see a bunch of stuff that ultimately helped me in my other companies uh, after that. But you know, at the end of the day, an entrepreneur is an entrepreneur. And I, I went off and started doing my own thing again. In 2004, I left that job and uh, have been out doing my own thing ever since. And my own thing has consisted of two two main buckets. Uh, the first bucket was affiliate marketing, which I did from 2004 to 2011-ish. And then starting in 2012, I started doing e-commerce. Uh, and, and shortly after that is when we started the podcast. And uh, we'll get into all that later. But run several different e-commerce brands, have bought and sold e-commerce brands, and uh, just kind of live, breathe, and eat e-commerce these days. Amazing. So one door led to another and many opportunities formed from there. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, you know, those things where you can kind of connect the dots as you get older, you can always look back in the rearview mirror and all these like random things that you think aren't that big of a deal uh, are, are connected dot opportunities. And there's certainly been a ton of that. Amazing. Amazing. Well, Mike, thanks so much for sharing. Um, you know, I know we touched about the podcast and whatnot. Well, where are you at with the podcast today? And what were your intentions behind starting one? Yeah, I mean, in terms of where we're at today, as of recording this, we've had a couple of million downloads. We're approaching episode 500. We've been doing it for 
six or seven years. I've actually lost track. It's one of these things where I, I don't really pay that much attention to a lot of the stats and things that are happening with the podcast. It's just something that uh, it's just a habit. I do it week in and week out and make sure that it, it always gets done. In terms of why I started it, you know, it's it's interesting. I think that uh, you you kind of keep doing a lot of the stuff that you're familiar with in life. And the thing that I was familiar with before that was content marketing and affiliate marketing, SEO. And, you know, I just, I couldn't quite shake that when I got into e-commerce. And when we started doing e-commerce, I, I was a part of a, another community, really great community called e-commerce Feel, which I'm still a part of today. And I was posting stuff that I was up to on the forums there. And everybody seemed to be so intrigued by what I was up to. And, and for me, it, it felt like, just commonplace, you know, because I'm I'm a tech guy. You know, I, I come at this from a tech angle. A lot of the people in that community were coming at it from they have awesome products and they have no idea how to deal with the technology component. And so I was like, you know what? Let me just start blogging and podcasting about what I'm doing in e-commerce and my journey, with really no other intentions of where that would lead. Just kind of just let's let's do this and see what happens. And at the end of the day, like the thing that's probably turned out to be the biggest benefit of it is not the revenue and all the other things that it's generated over time, but the relationships that it's forged. Um, it's, it's pretty damn neat, actually. Just I've been able to, to meet uh, basically all the, the major players in the industry, uh, speak at their conferences, become friends with them. Uh, they introduce me to their new tools. You know, we get all, all the new stuff usually for free as, a, as an influencer. Um, you know, when, when there's something that I really need help with, I can always reach out to them. Uh, and so it, it really becomes a, a whole bunch of it's not what you know, but who you know, that that old saying and um, in the, the who, you know, category because of the podcast is is probably the biggest thing that it's 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 done for us. Love it. Awesome. And, and with your podcast now, are your episodes uh, solo? I did take a look at it. They're solo. Is there any interviews and stuff like that? Or do you do a little bit of both? We do a little bit of everything. And when we first started yeah. out, there's no one to interview because nobody wants to talk to a brand new podcast, even back then when there weren't as many. Right. Uh, so they were they were almost all solo. But over time, okay, yeah. I got to meet more people and we started doing more interviews. And I would say probably 85 or 90% of them now are, are interviews. Uh, and we do typically six podcasts a month. So it's it's every week on Monday and then like every other Thursday. Uh, and almost all, all of them at this point are, are interviews. And then I also have a partner that I do the podcast with. So if it's not an a interview with a, a third-party guest, it's usually me and him kind of going back and forth. And we try to keep the solo episodes to a minimum because I find them to be the, the least interesting. Uh, it's, it's hard to just ramble into a podcast mic for an hour right. or half an hour straight without, without having conversations like this. I can totally relate to you. Now, um, in regards to, you know, the connections you were mentioning earlier and it's just wild you know without a podcast I don't believe that anyone would meet the connections <laughs> that they do today yeah. and I honestly think like most entrepreneurs need a podcast like just jump in and do it because the connections are just it's insane um same with me like the people I'm meeting from all over the world like I would have never met them or connected with them any other way so uh I can agree with you there for sure now, it makes people um, like you and me who are uh, relatively unimportant in real life, like super important because we have a podcast. So. Exactly. <laughs> no, you, you, you know, exactly. Yeah, it's true. And, you know, you really open up into other networks um, and yeah. other people's networks, which is incredible. And it just, you know, it's a great way to drive revenue as well when 
and get referrals and stuff that way. So yeah, it's great. Now, in regards to who you bring on your as a guest, who do you usually um, attract or, or do you reach out to? What kind of people are you looking for as guests? To, to me, like the absolute perfect guest, which is always hard to find, uh, is someone who really has no agenda, nothing to sell on the podcast, right? I mean, a lot of people are reaching out and want to be on the podcast because they ultimately have something they, they're pushing, they want to sell, they kind of have a hidden agenda. So when we find the guests that don't have that, I think that they're the best. You know, someone who's been through real life experiences uh, in, in the e-commerce industry, and probably most importantly, those that have had challenges or failed in some capacity, maybe the, the end of the story is happy. We always want happy stories, obviously, but uh, you know, most people that come on want to like gloat uh, in some way as, or if they're not selling something uh, about some big exit or something, and very rarely do people talk about the, the real hard stuff, which is just running a business. It's never straight up into the right. It's actually quite difficult. It's one of the things that differentiates our podcast in general, because Dave and myself, my partner, Dave, and myself always try to talk about those things and try to make sure people understand that it's not super easy. And so I, I really enjoy when people come on and, and talk about some of the struggles that they've had. So everyone else out there that's listening, who's going through those same things, inevitably doesn't feel alone. Because a lot of times when you're an entrepreneur and you have no one else to talk to, you think it's your, you know, something that you're doing wrong. Uh, and you're the only one do, you know, doing these things or experiencing these things when reality is, is that you're probably in the 99 percentile with everybody else going through the same, the same struggles. Yeah. And that's totally right. And, you know, the ones who are very successful have gone through many challenges and, and, you know, failed forward every single time, mm -hmm. but just didn't give up. So a hundred percent agree with that. Now, in regards to your journey and, you know, where you are today, what are some of the biggest challenges, you know, that you have, you had to face? Do you want to touch on that? If, if you're open to it, if not, no worries. Sure. It, specifically the podcasting or just in general with, uh, with e-commerce? Um, in, in, in general with e-commerce and then we also with your podcast for sure. Okay. Yeah. We'll start with the in general. Uh, the, the thing is that I've realized that no matter what business you're in, there's always going to be struggles, right? And I think when you're going through your first business or your second business, or maybe even into the third business, you have this thing of, man, like this business is great, but, and you have all these buts and the grass would be greener on the other side. If I can only have a business that did X, Y, Z instead, or uh, ABC instead, I wouldn't be going through these challenges. And, and you're right. You wouldn't probably going through those exact same challenges, but there's going to be another whole host of challenges. And so, uh, you know, e-commerce is definitely in that bucket compared to affiliate marketing where we still face tons and tons of, of challenges. Um, but, you know, they're very different than in affiliate marketing. And, and these days, those challenges are, you know, dealing with logistics. It's gotten a lot better. But during COVID, just getting product from overseas to the United States was a, a huge challenge. Uh, dealing with just uh, the rising freight rates as a part of that. Now dealing with inflation. Uh, we, we sell a lot on Amazon. So dealing with Big Brother Amazon and um, and the fact that they just, you know, aren't as, uh, they don't cater as much to, to their, their sellers as they used to, you know, years ago when there were, there weren't a lot of sellers and they really needed us. They did everything they could to make sure we were happy. Now there's more of us than, than they need. And um, they can basically do whatever they want. And it, it becomes frustrating. Um, you know, there, it's basically become a lot of death by a thousand paper cuts, you know, costs going up from every angle that you can think of because inflation is so 
so rampant, such a huge uh, issue these days. Uh, and so just trying to keep uh, profits even reasonably to where they are uh, become become very difficult. Um, and so those are kind of some of the challenges we face in e-commerce. And I would say the last thing is is just added competition, because even with all that, there's still way more people coming into, into e-commerce every every year. In, in the podcasting world, you know, I, I think you know the things that they, probably a lot of podcasters deal with. You know, it's it becomes hard to to really stay motivated to continue to to report record a podcast because nothing's really new anymore. You know, again, we're getting close to episode five hundred, uh, and there's definitely days where I'm like, even though it is successful and and brings in a lot of a, a lot of great revenue and and other things for us. I'm definitely the kind of entrepreneur that loves the new and exciting. And it feels like that in the podcasting world, that that's kind of in the rear view mirror. Uh, but I, I continue to do it because I do enjoy it. I do enjoy meeting new people uh, and that, that part's awesome, but that part becomes more difficult as well. And, you know, it just, when you've got an episode 500, it's like who else is left out there that I haven't talked to yet that, that I can talk to. Uh, although I've I've started to to really realize, uh, just like everything else in life, everything there's there's always more opportunity. There's always more people. Whenever I think I'm, I'm at the end of my list of people I would invite or talk to on the show, there there just seems to be more and more. And now that uh, in person events are cranking back up again, it's become way more. Uh, it's become a lot easier to to find people. It's usually where my podcast flow, if you will, comes from. I'm I'm at a conference speaking. There's obviously dozens of other really bright and great speakers there, and it's easy to just walk up to them and be like, "Hey, you know, I really enjoyed your talk. Uh, you know, would you be interested in coming on our podcast, etc." And so that right. that's become easier this year. Absolutely. Now that COVID's over, with for sure, I can see that being a lot smoother. You know, now in regards to your podcast and your business, like, how does your business tie into your podcast? Uh, do you get a lot of, you know, book sales calls afterwards uh, from guests or just the people listening? Tell me a bit about that and how that works. Yeah, so we we run basically two different businesses. We have our e-commerce businesses where we're selling physical products and, and making a profit off of that stuff. And then we have a community for, e- you know, people like us that are e-commerce entrepreneurs that are looking for training or support uh, in their e-commerce businesses. And so we have an e-commerce community that... Uh, kind of starts with the podcast or starts with the blog and we have a subscription product that's an annual product that people get pre-recorded training courses uh, a couple of webinars every month and then uh, email support from us directly where we'll help them and it's it's a high ticket product it's a two thousand dollar subscription um, but what I found is that the podcast is the most amazing lead gen thing for a high ticket value thing like that than, than anything in the world um, and it makes it so someone like me who is like the anti-salesman, like, I mean, I couldn't sell, uh, <laughs> you know, ice to, to a marathon runner in the middle of the, the hottest race or something. I'm just like horrible <laughs> at, at, at sales. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm genuine. We're talking about our things and people that, that have been listening, feel like they, they know you and have a relationship with you and, uh, and then end up signing up for your, your courses or, or Materials and we also offer 100% refund, which a lot of people at that ticket price don't do because I just never want to keep someone's money that isn't happy. And so, it's really just a a way to to funnel that. And then we also have other things like sponsorships on the podcast and 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 on the site uh, that bring in additional revenue as well. Amazing, amazing. Now, um, monetizing. Let's talk about monetizing. Do you monetize your? Uh, how do you go about that with the podcast? 
Yeah, we, up until very recently, I mean, we're again almost 500 episodes in. We've not taken sponsorships for the podcast um, because we have that high ticket course to sell in community. I've always been just careful about. It's like, am I going to really? Is it worth the five thousand dollars or whatever we might get for for ads? Uh, when that probably takes away a spot that we might put in for our own our own community, our own stuff. Uh, but we are reevaluating that, and we are looking at in in next year putting in some some sp- limited sponsorships on the podcast. We we do sponsorships on our website, uh, affiliate deals, and paid, uh, and in our email uh, newsletters. But the the podcast we reserved for you know just promoting our own stuff. We do uh, charge for uh, some some podcast placements, and so. Some of them are basically 30 minute long infomercials, but there's a very high threshold to make sure that people are providing value if they're going to come on the show and they basically get the mm-hmm. last minute to promote their their service. Absolutely. And like the people that have come on your show, you usually meet at other events, right? Interesting. For the most and- part. Yeah. Nice. And then probably based off that, you get referrals and stuff like that later down the road, right? Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like that works out nice. It's like a snowball effect. Um, great. So based on like where you are today, what's your next focus and desire on your, your podcast with your podcast and with your businesses? Yeah, I, I think it's really just more of the same. I'm really happy with what we have going on. Uh, you know, it continues to to grow year over year. Uh, I'm hoping that we'll stay on that same trajectory. Um, you know, it's podcasting, SEO, blogging. You know, any of this type of stuff is. You talk. You mentioned snowball effect earlier. I mean, it, it really is just that, right? You end up with that hockey stick growth years and years out. You know, when we first started doing the podcast for the whole first year, it was like my mother listening and and nobody else. But over time. Somehow, some way, you know, you get a couple of people listening. And if you have good content, they'll tell somebody and, and they'll tell somebody and they'll tell somebody. And then you're, yeah. you know, at events talking about it or end up on something like this. And um, it just slowly but surely continues to grow. And yeah, I don't really have an angle. There really isn't like it's one of these things where we know we can't sell it, right? Unlike our other physical product businesses, where you know the end is like we're gonna sell this business and, and move on to something else. It's very hard to do that with a podcast that you're just basically so personally connected with and intertwined with. And so I, I haven't really thought about what the end game is. I just think that it's someday I'll want to hang up the mic and that'll be it. And I, I don't see that happening anytime soon, but it'll it'll happen someday. For sure. This is all so great. And, you know, with where you're at today, if you say, I like to ask this question here and there on every couple interviews, but just to see what the new challenges you think might come up or some changes that might have to um, be in place. Now, based on where you are today with your business, if you were to uh, double or triple the profit and revenue, what would be the next level challenges that you would face? What are some changes that you might have to make? Yeah, I think it's always the team, right? It's how, how yeah. are you going to manage the team to, to do that? Um, and if, if, if ever anyone ever asked me like what the single biggest challenge in my business is, it's always people, you know, it's always building a team. I feel like it gets more and more difficult as, as time goes on. I don't know what's happening in society these days, or 
maybe I'm getting to be like I'm at that age where uh, kids these days, you know, dot, 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 dot. Um, <laughs> I, I remember my parents saying that or my, my grandparents, um, you know, so maybe it's just a generational thing and maybe it's, you know, everybody goes through this, but uh, it does seem to be more and more difficult to find top talent uh, that's really committed for, for the long term uh, to, to work within your business, you know, versus when I was a, a kid coming up, you know, in the, in the nineties, uh, working at my first corporate gig. I mean, most people wanted to be there 10 years and we're looking for a career and stability, um, and to work hard and to, to earn, to earn it. And, and it definitely feels like there's a lot more coddling, a lot more jumping around, um, you know, when, with employees and, and what I think people don't realize is like when a business invests in an employee, the first three to six months are kind of a sunk cost of just training people and getting them really up to the point where you, you can depend on them. And, um, and then if they're leaving in, in 12 to 24 months, you know, it's the, it's just gets more and more difficult to build that camaraderie, to build that real solid base of, of trust and stuff with, with the team. And so definitely something that we, are, are continually struggling with as we build the team around uh, ecom crew and the podcast and the blog and also all of our e-commerce businesses. It's been it's been quite the challenge. And I, I've heard that on several other interviews. You know, it's finding those people who can grow with your team that are aligned with the same visions and yeah. and determined just as you are. And it's definitely a challenge for sure. Now. What would you talk a little bit about uh, marketing? So, what's your favorite organic marketing organic marketing strategy? Yeah, for us, it's all um, you know, search engine optimization based, and so a lot of the the traffic that because again, that's you always go back to what you know, and that's yeah. why I started my career you know eighteen years ago. Uh, right, doing, and so a lot of what we do revolves around that, and we try to do a lot of case studies or or con- original content around things that are trends or things that are happening uh, in the industry. And so, uh, for instance, was a, a lot of content around tariffs when that was a big thing. Um, we do a, a yearly survey uh, for, for Amazon sellers specifically and, and talk about, you know, particular aspects of the market. And so, you know, a lot of this original research and content uh, really gives us exposure. Um, people land on our blog and we always are trying to get them uh, off, off to the podcast. Cause again, the, the podcast is the most sticky thing, way more sticky than email. Um, and so we can feel like we can, we can get people listening to that and consuming that content and, and providing them value, which is the most important thing. Uh, everything else will come. And so, uh, for us, a lot of it is that, that search engine content. Uh, and then the other thing is, uh, I mentioned earlier, just being at in-person events, speaking at events. Uh, if you, I've ever been, I'm sure you've been to conferences where you're sitting through days of presentations um, and usually one or two of them stick out. The rest of them you feel like are a waste of time. And so I never want to be in that waste of time category. I always try to be the presentation. Like I'm very competitive. I want to be the best one there. Like, so we put a lot of time into, into the, into the slides, into the talk, making sure that we try to provide value to everyone in the room. And that isn't to say that the other speakers aren't, aren't good because there's, you know, it's always a, a really great crowd. But it's just thinking about it from, I always try to treat others like I like to be treated, which is, again, I, I hate being at these freaking conferences and feel like I'll waste my time. So um, yeah. if you can do a really good job in the room, uh, a lot of them will 
will pop open their their podcast app right there and, and go subscribe or at least make a note to go to go back and and follow you. And so uh, now that we're back doing that again, we definitely have seen uh, a resurgence in growth in our in our show. Incredible. Now, I know we're getting to the end of the show here. I, I do have one more question because I know a lot of the people listening, um, you know, some of some of them struggle with find, finding good quality leads, um, you know, in order to grow that business. Any recommendations or what is your biggest pain point when it comes to finding that good quality lead? Yeah. So when you say a lead, you're talking about someone that's going to eventually right. sign up for like our, our premium training program. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, without a doubt, um, it's providing them value first. Right. And so if you're, right. if your podcast, your blog, your email newsletter, uh, we've written a couple books that we give away for free, like a free plus shipping offer. Um, you know, for, for me, it just, and I'm a giver anyway. So if like I met just a random person on the street and they were asking me questions, I would always stop and try to help them because it's just just how I am. Uh, and I feel like the the sales, like I mentioned earlier, just kind of come naturally. Um, sometimes two, three, four, five years down the line. I mean, it's crazy. We have a, like an intake form uh, when we sign up new people for our, our training program and you know, recently we've had people that have said they've been following us for five years and just decided to finally sign up. And uh, some of the the, the answers are, are kind of crazy. They're like, like, fine, I surrender. Like you've given me so much value on this freaking podcast for for so long. I feel like I owe this to you now, right? I, I mean, and it feels really good when they. I mean, it, it's awkward, but it also feels really good. We're like, hey, I like actually made a difference in this person's life all this time, and. I don't want or need anything from them for that. Like I, I really do want to pay people back because, uh, like, I feel like I had, I had that a lot uh, for myself and uh, in the affiliate space before, and um, and it does so much for me. Like I mentioned already, like the contacts and other things that the opportunities that it provides, regardless if they ever sign up, you know. So it's like I feel like I'm already at a, at a net win, and so if I'm helping people and they're leaving reviews or telling other people about it, it organically helps you know, grow, grow the show. And eventually just like any other thing that you do uh, in marketing, some percentage of them are going to convert, you know, and I just try not to stress so much about the actual conversion event as much as priming the funnel, the best that I can, nurturing the people that are in that funnel, the best that I can by providing them with real objective value. uh, So they're not wasting their time on their walk or in their car or at the gym or wherever they listen to the podcast where they want to listen to the next episode and the next episode uh, and, and they're waiting for that next nugget or something that, that helps them. And eventually uh, when the time is right, they'll sign up. And if they don't, then that's fine too. Yeah. I like that a lot. It's um, you know, fortunes in the follow-up too, right? Um, that alone. Plus like so many people, like you said, you don't even realize how many people's lives that you're really adding value to during throughout these podcasts, even if you don't hear about it until years down the road, you know, so that's great that people are coming to you and they feel like they've already met you almost like they've already yeah. built that relationship just by listening and following the podcast. So it, it's huge, right? So um, super important. And then even if the time's not right for them right at that moment, when their clock is 12, they know will be calling right so exactly when they're when they're ready so um yep. i love this conversation thanks so much michael for coming on here and yep. sharing everything that you did adding that value to my listeners because um they're they're just like you know have a podcast and a business and 
I know that this conversation will definitely be relatable. So I appreciate you taking your time and your day for, for uh, my listeners and myself here. Absolutely. Happy to do it. Great. Great. Thanks again. And you know, if anyone's looking to connect with you, Michael, what, what would some of the best ways to be about going out and reaching out to you? Yeah. I mean, we're ecom crew everywhere. We're lucky. So E-C-O-M-C-R-E-W. Um, so you can either go to the website or find us on, on iTunes. Uh, if you want to email, you can just email support at ecomcrew.com. That'll get to me. Um, we're also ecom crew on all the social handles. So if you want to send a message there, you can do that as well. And if you have a question either regarding podcasting or e-commerce, happy to help in any way that I can. And if you're on the fence about podcasting, if you're listening to this and still haven't done it yet, uh, the best time uh, to start was yesterday. The best, next best time is, is today or tomorrow, right? And just, just do it. Make a habit out of it, you know, once a week, every week, just do it. It won't amount to much of anything in the short term, just like going on a diet or going to the gym. But if you stick with it, it'll have outsized results in the long run for you. Absolutely. Consistency is key. So thank you again, Michael. Pleasure having you on today. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure or higher entrepreneur and want to come on just like Michael did today to share some valuable insight for my listeners, I'd love to have you on as well. Please go to top100interviews.com and um, we'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks, everybody. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com. And then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.